All right, everybody, Delisa here, CEO of Spirit and Spark, fifth generation psychic medium. I am thrilled to be coming live to you today. I'm gonna to be bringing on my friends and fellow psychic mediums. We have Lisa Gunshore today, Buddhist biohacker, Michelle Snelling, and Maria Howard. We are gonna be looking at the cases of Anthony Bourdain's mysterious passing, as well as Selena, the famous singer, and of course, Marilyn Monroe. So those of you that are watching live today, we will be doing uh, live readings uh, for viewers as well. So make sure you stay tuned. We are about to get started. All right. <laughs> Oh my gosh, this is going to be a great show. Yeah, say hi, everybody. Hello, hi, everybody. <laughs> Beautiful. Uh, yeah, we've got some stuff that we're going to talk about today with these uh, three cases. They're definitely intriguing. We're going to be taking a look at Anthony Bourdain, then Selena, then Marilyn Monroe. Everybody tuning in right now, if you're watching live or you're catching the replay, go ahead and comment and let us know where you're tuning in from today. We are going live on Spirit and Spark, as well as the Buddhist Biohacker YouTube channel and Maria's uh, Facebook page. So welcome everybody who's seeing this live today. Let's go around the circle real quick and introduce ourselves. We've been doing this the last few months and uh, we love doing mysteries with the mediums. We have a lot of fun taking a look at cold, mysterious crimes and cases. So Lisa, why don't you go ahead and start? All right. Hey, everybody. I am Lisa Gunshore, and I am the host of Buddhist Biohacker and the founder of the Ajatakasa social media app. And if you're watching on my channel right now, click subscribe. If you've never heard of Buddhist Biohacker, please go to Buddhist Biohacker YouTube and click subscribe. I am a trans-dimensional medium and channel, and I have been working uh, in that field with the public since 2006. But of course, I've been seeing dead people since I was born probably. And so that is me. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah, Lisa's got a lot of awesome content uh, on Buddhist Biohacker. She also has an app called Ajatakasa. So make sure that you go and download that. It's a great community on there. And I'm sure we'll talk about it a little bit uh, during the show today. So, all right, Michelle, thanks for jumping on today and joining us. What's going on in your world? Thanks so much for the invite today, Elise. I'm so happy to be here. Hi, everybody, and welcome. Um, I'm Michelle Snelling. I'm an uh, intuitive medium and an aromatherapist. I have my own line of custom-created essential oil and salt products. And I've been connecting with the spirit world as long as I can remember. I can't remember a time when I wasn't. And just excited to talk about these cases today. <laughs> I know. I love it. I feel like I'm like a amateur detective, you know? Um, so yeah, I have a lot of fun doing these shows with everybody. Uh, I, Michelle, I've seen uh, Lisa bragging about your aromatherapy and salt products. And They're so, so good. <laughs> They're so good. Like you guys don't even know. I mean, every night I get in one of Michelle's baths, either a clay bath or a salt bath that I have of hers. She is awesome and it's awesome because it's intuitive so you're not just ordering a product like she helps you decide what to do through her own intuitive self and her mediumship and so it's awesome so yes i am definitely bragging about it because i love it thank you, thank you. <laughs> 
All right, Maria, what's going on with you? Lots of good stuff. So I have officially a new site as well, Feather Sage and Spirit. I'm merging. I'm can keeping the the uh, traditional psychic mediumship by Maria, but I am expanding. I'm doing more Reiki now. I am officially a massage therapist as well. So locally, I'm doing more energy work as well as being a psychic medium. So doing work all around the world with that. So it's been awesome. But you can find me at either Feather Sage and Spirit or Psychic Mediumship by Maria. So excited to do this again this month. It's always fun to get together and see what we find out. <laughs> oh, I know. I think we need to actually start off today's show before we jump into Anthony Bourdain. I have been having conversations uh, with the ladies here about the energy that's coming up. And I know that this show today is more about the unsolved mysteries or, or you know, these situations with these famous people and then obviously doing some live messages for those of you that are watching. But in comparing notes, we have had this sense that there is a big uh, turbulent energy that is approaching and we felt we should use a couple of minutes at the beginning of this broadcast to talk a little bit about the energy and just to remind everybody um, to be prepared. Um, anybody that's been following me and I'm sure, you know, the other folks on the video here today, the energy is shifting and I personally will be going to the store today to get more water, more non-perishables. I'll be gassing up my car, um, and really getting prepared to hunker down. I think there's going to be things happening in these next several days that could feel um turbulent but it's a good reminder for everybody to do what you need to do to your essentials get things on hand um but also the importance of going inward and trusting your intuition working with your guides um meditating but you know i just want to throw that out there and if, and if any of you want to jump in and 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 share what's been coming through for downloads or anything you want to share with the audience today about that yeah, I'll jump in first and just say I was laughing yesterday because I thought, you know, nobody understands what Mondays are like for psychic mediums in which all of our colleagues were all calling each other like, holy crap, like we can feel this energy and that and this is going to, you know, these things are coming through and happening. And that's what the Monday was for me yesterday. It was a lot of like, you know, just connecting with with all of you ladies that I trust and and other colleagues of mine and just kind of tuning in to like what's happening. And so I think what I want to say is there's definitely something coming. And I think Uranus is jammed in this jam, which we talked about with Yelena on my show last week, but it's jammed in this spot. And Uranus is so unexpected and spontaneous. So whatever you think is going to happen, you can't even imagine it is what I feel. Um, and I feel like there's lots and lots and lots of probabilities. So I think what I want to say is there's a lot of options here. There's a lot of cards that could be played in the deck and, and we have to see how they go. But I would definitely watch how much you're traveling. You know, just just kind of it feels like being just in nature, being calm, you know, that kind of thing. And just being prepared for the unexpected is kind of what I feel. So, yeah, um, I just want to. Second or second and third, whatever what Denise <laughs> said, because it what I keep getting is just this is a time when it is really essential that we be present and we're grounded. And stillness is what keeps coming up for me. And what I mean by stillness is 
as much as we this is a time of activity normally because we're coming into a holiday weekend this is a time to be still and be um have your wits about you is what i keep hearing like mm -hmm. stay focused have your wits about you so. agreed i've been hearing i mean there was so much changing as COVID and Corona were changing all of their requirements and everything. the universe was all kind of a shaken and now things are starting to slow down. But because of that increase, we're hitting now where everybody's trying to figure out where they're going and everybody's energy is just exploding. And I think we're just kind of like little molecules kind of bumping into each other. And we need to like remain sort of solid in our own space. And I think that's what you, you know, what you were talking about as well staying in our own space, grounding ourselves so that we don't become these little floating molecules that keep bumping other people. We need to be the grounded ones as the light workers, the energy workers, so that they can slowly slow their energy spikes from happening. We're the ones that are kind of helping that out a little bit. So I think it's important for us to remind ourselves that we stay grounded as well. And so that we can help a little bit of the universe <laughs> stay a little more connected versus just playing bumper cars yeah it's a great way of, of looking at it. it it just it feels yeah like it's kind of just coming in multiple directions uh, I love what you've all said about the stillness the meditation the connecting with nature going within because in some of the conversations that we've had it, it feels like there will be false flags or there will be information that is maybe more mainstream that I would caution you to go inward and ask yourself what you feel intuitively is the truth and what you feel you should be doing next rather than just taking what may be happening mainstream um, and taking that as like the word of God. So. Amen. Amen. So just, go cast your cars up, get some water. <laughs> I just want to say to go along with what Maria was saying about us all like bumping up. I have been seeing the image of like a pot with popcorn, like and when you used mm -hmm. to make popcorn on the stove. Mm -hmm. I have been seeing that image for like three weeks now. And at first I didn't realize I didn't get what it was, but it's exactly what Maria is saying. It's like we're all so volatile. There's so much energy and we we kind of have to be we're responsible for how that energy goes out into the world. Like we, we don't think about that. We think about we've got to protect ourselves from all this external energy, but we don't really think about how we have to be every bit as aware of how our energy affects outward, right? So, yeah. Yeah, I'm seeing it here. So I'm in uh, Eastern Washington at the moment. And we have a huge heat wave coming through. And literally at any moment, the power is going to go out. Um, they've warned us. And people, I could see it yesterday driving around, they're angry. Um, not everybody, of course, I'm generalizing here, but even talking with people that work in law enforcement, anytime you see heat rising, you're going to have more agitation and people are going to become um, more outraged. So I, you know, somebody's asking KTL saying, uh, should we travel this weekend? <laughs> um, so I've asked myself the same question because I was thinking about driving over to Montana this weekend. And uh, the more I look at it, it's like, silly, so you don't have the pieces yet. Like really sit still and don't make any decisions on that yet. 
Um, we did have somebody else asking um, about a generator. Um, should I get a generator? And my, my wisdom that I would give to anyone asking this kind of question would be make sure you have enough to get by in your home for at least seven days without any power, any phone, any internet. So if you sat in your kitchen and thought about what would I need for a week to get by, if you have that, I feel like that is sufficient at least at this point. So if it's that you need a generator, go get a generator, whatever makes you feel most comfortable. But I keep feeling like you're gonna need about a week, but that's just what I keep sensing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I would say, yeah. Well, I was just gonna say, I think if we learned anything from, from 2020, <laughs> it was that we learned to be prepared. Um, and because it's it, every all the energy is very sporadic and spontaneous. So it doesn't feel like it's this like it, it's gonna affect different people in different ways, it's gonna look different in different places, it's gonna so I just think just be prepared. That's all. I mean, yeah. I mean, I think be prepared. And when it comes to generators and things like that, you have to decide how much you want to prep and how much you don't, you know, and what that what feels right to you. And that's the thing. What feels right to you? Trust your instincts. Trust your guts. This is, you know, we do this for a living, but everybody else has those same feelings and intuitions. It's just learning to hone in on those. So if you're feeling like you need things, Go do it. Go get it. You'll feel a calmness come over you. If it continues, then, you know, there's something else going on. But energetically, we're all picking up. We're becoming little magnets. And so we have to make sure that we're addressing that mm -hmm. each and every time. Absolutely. We did have a question come in asking if we feel this all around the U.S. or just where we're at. We are all living in different locations. <laughs> um, so we're picking it up in, in different um, you know, we've had conversations offline about this, and it does naturally feel that some of the major locations or major cities would have more of an impact. Um, but what happens in major cities does end up, you know, trickling outward. So um, I haven't been shown a specific city, what I was being shown over and over and over again, um, which is like Lisa and I finally were like, okay, we gotta talk about this because we were seeing very similar things. I was seeing Mount Rushmore and I was seeing the American flag and I kept feeling something was gonna happen right before the 4th of July. And I've been mentioning it the last couple of weeks and in some of my videos and I've been seeing that, but they have not shown me a specific city where any one thing is going to happen. But the other ladies may have some insight on what they've seen or sent. I just think I want to remind everybody that something that um, our Joni Petri that we love so much says, um, which is the astrology affects the entire world. So it's going to affect everyone. It's just going to affect everyone in different ways. So I think it's going to be all over. So, yeah. All right. Well, now that we've given our public service announcement, I think we <laughs> We can go into the uh, regularly scheduled program. Um, so we're going to start with Anthony Bourdain. Um, and those of you watching out there, you probably know of Anthony Bourdain, um, you know, celebrity chef, uh, restaurateur. He had that popular show, I think it was on CNN, where he was traveling the world, no reservations, I think is what it was called. Um, 
And his passing was a bit weird. You know, we have conversations offline of things we can't say on mainstream social media, but there's just things around his passing um, that are a little off. Um, and Lisa, you said you have a story about Anthony Bourdain. Do you want to start with that? Yeah, I do. So here's my Anthony Bourdain story. So first off, I met Anthony Bourdain. Um, so for everybody out there who doesn't know this random fact about me, I went to culinary school. So I actually went to school to be a chef and my forte was baking and pastry, which is very ironic considering I'm allergic to wheat, barley, malt, and dairy. Um, so anyways, um, it's still my love and my passion is cooking. And so <clears throat> I, I met Anthony Bourdain, let's see, it would have been, it was probably, I don't know. I mean, I graduated culinary school in 1998, so that gives you guys dates me a little bit, but I think it was like 2008, so it was probably 10 years later. Um, my sister actually <clears throat> got me tickets for my birthday to see him speak um, here in Denver at the Buell Theater, and so I was so excited because I just love him. I love his show. I love everything he represents. Um, his journey of healing is awesome. Like There was so much awesome about him, so we went and we saw him and I got my book signed and he's just a really cool guy, loves his daughter, like just a, a cool dude. So followed him and, and had that personal connection. And I do think, you know, when we connect with people in, in person, there creates some kind of energetic connection. So I just had that with him. So when I found out that he passed away, um, I actually had a mediumship event that night and actually now that I'm thinking about it, this is actually on YouTube. So you can actually go watch this because this event's on my YouTube channel. Um, but I had a mediumship event and I was really disturbed about what happened because it felt disjointed to me. It didn't feel like a clean, and it didn't really make sense because if you read his books and you've been through his journey, like it didn't make sense that now would be when he would do what they said that he did. So it just kind of didn't sit right with me. So in the mediumship event, um, I, he just kept coming through. And I finally told the audience, I was like, we just have to talk about this because he's coming through. And his biggest message that came through that he said over and over again, and even this week when I checked in before the show, still says the same thing as there's, he said, there is so much darkness in the world. There's so much darkness in the world. And at the time, my interpretation of that was, well, maybe that's why he left. And I suppose that's still true, um, but I definitely see more context to that now, I guess is what I would say. Um, but he did come through and he did say that and there was various other things, but what was interesting about that event, it was just kind of a synchronistic thing, is mo the majority of the people that I talked to that had passed away that night at that event had all died of suicide. So it was a very important evening of really discussing what that is and what happens when you do that and, and what really is going on there because there's so much negative energy around it and, and discussions about karma and things. And so we talked a lot about that and it is on my channel now that I realize. So anyway, um, I don't think that that is what happened to him. Um, or that he made that conscious choice. I do think he was not conscious when it occurred. Whether he did that to himself or not, I'll leave that up to you guys. But I do think that he was not in his 
conscious space making a decision um, when that occurred. Um, and I do think he was highly disturbed by a lot of things he had just seen and uncovered in a documentary he was working on. And so I think that that was part of the issue as well. So he is very much present with me. I love him. He is often, I can hear, like he has told me he's going to help me with my cookbook that I'm working on um, off and on. And um, he's just a really cool, loving guy and really loves his daughter. So that's my Anthony Bourdain story. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Uh, I'll read mine after uh, Maria and Michelle uh, talk. I just have like a little a little snippet, but similar energy. Yeah. Maria, Michelle, uh, do one of you want to talk about Anthony? Um, I'll hop on with it just because, um, well, first of all, I always like watching his show. I just was always attracted to him because he felt like he, as Lisa said, just had this huge heart. And like he was doing this more from a humanitarian standpoint than like about him. You know what I mean? It was to bring awareness to these different cultures and the way people are and, and you know, just to make the world seem smaller. So more of a humanitarian thing than like, oh, he has his own show type of thing. Like, yeah, I've got my own show. It always seemed that way to me. When the news broke, I immediately, like I was reading it and I was hearing, this is not true. This is not true. So, and I didn't really have anything to base it on other than what I was, I mean, I was hearing it. So then, you know, I, I got that intuitive hit. I sat with it. And um, then I started like, I kind of forgot about it. And then like months later, it kind of came up for me again. And I started doing some investigating or just some looking into some things that were coming through because um, the one thing that he did love his daughter, at least was absolutely right about that, but he was, I feel like something happened about six to eight months before he passed. He was heartbroken is what I'm feeling. And so, um, I feel like he wasn't in his his normal frame of mind that if he had been, things may not have turned out the way they did. I, I don't know. I'm not going to say anything more than that. But um, so then when I looked into things, there's a lot of information. If you I, I don't think I should be saying it out loud, so I'm not going to. But there's things that were going on with his ex-wife and, you know, a lot of stuff that I think contributed to his being heartbroken and um, realizing the, the degree of things or the darkness, as Lisa put it. So, but when I was connecting with him this morning, that's it's just that heartbroken came back up and he clearly showed me the six and eight months, like something occurred six to eight months before all of this went down. So, wow. Ooh, Maria, what do you want to add? Yeah, to that? so I also feel like um, when I looked at his pictures, because I wasn't connected with him at all. I never met him. I never really watched his shows. But when I looked at him and felt him, even just when you put up, you know, as we were doing the show today, what I got was there were some internal 
battles happening as well as some physical things. I feel like he was kind of stepping in and out of both the emotional battles and the physical battles. And something triggered this implosion, what I'll call. And I don't know, I think he was, I feel like there was some protection mode happening for his daughter. Um, and as I say this, I'm just sitting here with chills. Like he deeply loved his inner circle, but there was a lot of extenuating circumstances. I feel like were touching him from outer areas, not within his deep circle, but things felt internally out of control. And that, like what you were saying, that heartbreaking, that six months, that something had happened, it was progressing, as well as some potential, I feel like there was either, I don't want to use this term mental, but some sort of switching, some sort of imbalance felt like there was a little bit of, because when I looked at his, what I was getting was the right side of his face and head, there was something that was slightly off. I, he wouldn't tell me exactly, but there was just something that was like a little off switch and it just never flipped back on is how, what he keeps telling me. It just, so this was more of a protection mode. He was like, it was feeling for that reason is what he kept showing me. Interesting. Okay. So this is what I wrote down. This <laughs> is my little written channeling. <laughs> um, so what I do with this for because I don't even think I introduced myself at the top of the video, but um, <laughs> so um, when I do mysteries with mediums, I like to try to sit down and actually call in the spirit of the person and, and just write like a channeled message as if they were writing through me. Um, so here's what his energy said to me. I killed myself. If I didn't, they would have done it for me. I knew too much. I knew too many secrets. My past choices made me sick no way to correct the past uh, he was very matter of fact um, it is what it is and then he said they will get what's coming for them so i actually feel like there was some nefarious stuff going on with him i got chills i got chills i got chills so he's saying through you delisa that he he did take his own life mm -hmm. that's interesting because yeah i mean it's just i love how we're all mediums and you know depending on our energy or whatever it it can be different but mm -hmm. yeah we, we always have a disagreement on here there's always at least one <laughs> but i mean i think about what you were saying i think all three of you may have said it where you know he wasn't in a right frame of mind like there was definitely some kind of disconnect or not being conscious so um, when I wrote that down, and even as I think about it sitting here today, I'm like, that tells me that he takes accountability for, you know, what happened. Like he owns it, but he also says that if he hadn't, they would have done it for him. Mm -hmm. So it's almost like, yeah, I, I am going to do it because I'm not going to allow what I think is going to happen to me to play out. And, and that's the feeling I kind of got from it was more of him making a choice rather than being a victim. That's that protection mode that kept feeling from. Oh me. yeah. That's well, that protection and, mode. Mm -hmm. And I think too, it's how you interpret it, right? Because mm -hmm. because he made some, he made a very specific post the day before this happened that could have been what signed that 
what I, I don't even want to say it out loud, but so I'm just saying like, he, he may feel responsible for what happened, even if he physically did not do it. So I think it all depends mm. on, you know, how you interpret it. And, and I think it's open for interpretation. So I think it's whatever. I mean, there's lots of different ways to look at it. Right. So. Well, and I think we're all saying the same thing. He was heartbroken. He knew of the dark, mm -hmm. you know, he wasn't in his, full capacity mind or whatever. And so, you know, that, that alone says a lot about whatever, you know, whatever, then we just make our own dis determinations from there. Yeah. When Mary is saying any idea who they are, oh, no, Mary, but we aren't saying it on this channel. Let me tell you. That. <laughs> yeah. We don't want our channels to get yanked. Um, yeah, I don't even know where to like tell them to go look. Find um, us in Ajata Casa and we'll tell you. Oh, oh yeah, go into Ajata Casa, the app, Lisa's uh, app. And go into Ajata Casa in and go into Sovereign Spirits. Yes, and then we can post in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's start a conversation in there afterwards. Yes. Um, okay. okay. <laughs> All right, next up, we have Selena. Man. Yeah, so here's my page on Selena. Holy cow. <laughs> and here's the thing, I've never seen that movie. <laughs> Me neither, I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, I've seen her pictures, so like I know of her, but um, yeah. Uh, who wants to start with Selena? I think I'll you start. should with your page. Oh, okay, or Maria. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll go after Maria. All right, Maria, go ahead. <laughs> um, so I got such a gentle soul from her, and I got that she was she was sort of the gift for the transition of the streaming of music from one culture to another and allowing people to start opening up. I mean, when this happened, there was still a lot of breaking patterns of ideas of cultures and those kinds of things. And I think she was kind of one of the youngest front runners of melding other cultures with radio and becoming more mainstream to allow other people to start coming up and giving us what we were. And she was of such pure heart um, and the trust. She knew deep down that she didn't trust, but she was allowing her path just to go because she trusted path. And in doing so, it, of course, we know what the end was, but this was sort of her gift to universe is how it feels. And to allow others, to pay for her to pave the way for others, um, especially in that young, outside the normal culture demographic groups, and had really was that push for people to realize, and has made many others now um, come forward as far as being really good musicians or groups and actors, and it's just evolving every day. But because of hers, um, it's sort of and became so publicly notarized. Um, even like you said, people that never knew her sort of knew of her because of this. So it really did open a lot of doors for a lot of other people. And I think that was sort of her gift to universe. Um, and I don't think she was quite physically ready for what was actually, if she had stayed in her path, like the path of the musician, like physically she would have something would have given out for her so this was a better gift for universe 
is how she's coming across. Interesting. Yeah. Ooh, all right. I'll read my page. Okay. Lisa. Yeah. Because I only have one thing that came through with. Oh, me. yeah. Go for it. Share it real quick because mm -hmm. um, honestly, like I know Selena, I didn't see the movie. I don't know anything about it. But when I connected with her, the um, energy that came, the message that she came through so clearly with was this was something to do with a colleague. Like a colleague of hers had something to do with what happened. Mm -hmm. And she wouldn't give me more information than that. She was just like, and it, and she was pretty matter of fact about it, almost like she expected it. I don't know. So I just wanted to, because that's all I have. So then I'm quiet now for the rest of the time. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I will tell you, Michelle, she basically told me all about the colleague in my one page of notes. Mm -hmm. Um, jealous, rage, she was obsessed with me, sick, love, idolized me, thought about me 24-7. By killing me, she could get closer to me. If she couldn't have me, nobody could. Uh, she snapped, not reasonable, angry, felt I had ruined her, twisted. She felt I pushed her away. Her obsession took over. If I can't be with her, nobody can. Says that again. Um, this person who killed her will fight to get out. She's still sick. Um, and then with Selena's personality or energy, I wrote down sweet, humble, hard worker, getting ready to be really big, deals on the table. Everyone would know me across various cultures and languages. She kept showing me like Avita and Celine Dion. I was like, all right, I'll write them down. Um, but she was very clear, uh, like really wanted to talk about the mental state of this person. Mm -hmm. um, and that's really what she focused on with me. Mm -hmm. Helping us kind of understand what happened. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. So Tamara, official music channel says her fan club leader did it. Is I don't know anything about that. Is that? Yeah, that's correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And there wasn't actually a fan club. The lady that actually was the leader of a fan club created the fan club. So oh. was, yeah, so, yeah, the obsession was really obsession. Oh. From, yeah, so that was really something that was, like you said, it was almost she was wanted to be her. And if she wasn't getting the connection from her, she was just going to, yeah. Like someone just said, who be then became her personal assistant. Yeah, she literally was um, glued to her side every time. And then energetically, it was just draining. But she had such a sweet yeah. heart. Yeah, she had such a sweet heart. And she trusted just in general and just was having faith. And I think the faith kind of just for her, this was her path. Um, yeah, she was getting ready to be big, and I think that she did lead the way for many others to be able to do what they are doing now just because of her. Um, it was sort of her gift to universe. Jeez Louise. Oh, yikes. Oh, if that's not a lesson in boundaries and trusting your intuition and trusting who's around you, my goodness gracious. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Lisa, was there anything you want to jump in with before we move forward? Well, I didn't really get a lot from Selena, but the message that I did get came from the council just saying that um, she's an example of 
bright lights that come to the planet and they have a big amount of energy to download onto the planet. And when they do this, um, they will burn out quickly um, one way or the other. So we can relate the examples that are the same kind of energy would be John Bonham, the Led Zeppelin drummer. It would be the crocodile hunter and Selena would be three examples of this in which you have big energy. You're here to make a big impact with a legacy and then you're gone and how you go matters or not. Right. So that's kind of what I got about that was not kind of, that was what I got with that. So. So we had a question come in from Abigail asking, how do we channel these high profile people? Uh, and I think it's a great question. I think our human brains uh, keep things in, you know, creative little boxes. <laughs> um, but energy is everywhere and, and energy lives on forever. And so um, just like we would channel, you know, your Uncle Bob or whoever that's passed away, it's the same thing. Um, and, you know, I've even looked at energy that is on the other side that part of it comes and incarnates again, but still the higher self and soul is there that you can communicate with. Because uh, I've been asked, like, well, how does reincarnation and mediumship all, all work together? Um, but, yeah, if anybody want to, uh, wants to weigh in on that question, I think it's a, it's a great one. It's interesting because this just came up. I mean, I've been asking the same question to the beings that I work with is like, what the heck is up with this? I want to know the, the real story here. And, you know, I think the, the best way to share where I'm at today with it, because I think it evolves, is that we have imprints or like holograms of energy um, and that for whatever reason, um, we have this ability to access those imprints and read those subtle energies in a more easeful way than someone else. I, I, I think anyone can do it. You can train yourself to do it. I just think for whatever reason, we just happen to, to see it and feel it in that way. So when you think of an imprint or a hologram, it's kind of like anyone can go to the library and check out a book on Jim Morrison. Like anyone can do that and read the book. So I think it's that same thing. Anyone can go access the energetic imprint and gather the information because it's all part of the Akashic records and, and the, the quantum fields that house this energy. So that's how I feel about it today is there's these quantum fields of energy. It's kind of like, it literally is like Superman. This is a great example. Remember how Superman went to his crystal cave and he like pulled out the crystals and played the videos. <laughs> of his parents, remember that? That is what it is. It's That is how I can best describe my understanding of it is you take the little crystal imprint and you plug it in and you're like, oh, this is what happened or this is the energy and this is what they're feeling um, because the energy is just always accessible to us and that's hard for our mind to wrap around, but that's my understanding in present time. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of time, this is a great point. It sounds like we're reading energy. It does not know time. Time is irrelevant. Yeah. Amen. I mean, and that's <laughs> our human mind wants to make it all linear mm -hmm. and make time be the construct that everything is framed in and around, mm -hmm. but it isn't at all. That's just something we did to make us feel in control or to help us to feel in control. So, you know, it, it's just available. All 
just at any time, any space, whatever. Mm -hmm. Yes, amen to that. So what we're gonna do is um, we're gonna start doing some readings for people that are uh, watching live. I'll tell you how to do that in just a moment. And then we will close out today's show with taking a look at Marilyn Monroe, which will be interesting. Um, we'll spend about 10 minutes or so uh, doing some readings for people that are tuning in. What would be really helpful, because we'll all just kind of take turns looking at the comments and, and picking people out of the comments that we're feeling connected to or feel like we have a message for. Um, and we'll all just take one person at a time uh, and just to try to get through as many people as possible. What would be helpful for us is ask us a specific question about somebody on the other side. So, um, you know, give us their name and if there's a question you want to know um, would be great because um, it'll help us kind of tune, like get more focused on that energy a little bit quicker for you. Um, so start commenting with those. And uh, if you're sitting here watching and you're like, I don't have, you know, anything that I need to hear from the other side. Um, maybe if you have a suggestion on a case that you want us to do in next month's episode, you can start thinking about that and putting that in the comments as well. We've done a lot of them so far because of the popular ones. Um, but let us know what your thoughts are. So um, as we scroll through, if anybody sees anything they're, they're drawn to right away, you can start calling, calling yeah, that I'll out. Yeah, I've got one. Oh, go ahead. Oh. No, go ahead, Maria. Um, Amber was asking, um, Amber McFall says, is my great-grandmother with me or does she have guidance for me? Um, um, and hold uh, that thought. I'll take spiritual awakening and then I'll be quiet. Sorry, Maria. No, <laughs> I'll take Brittany Marshall. And then I'll be <laughs> so what I'm getting is uh, she is actually um, with you at all times. But what I am hearing is don't forget to be a lady is what she just got. She was telling me it's about being a woman, bringing out your femininity and allowing divine energy to work for you and step into your own power. I feel like you come from a long line of strong women and sometimes that strength is amazing but it tends to give us a little bit of a harsh edge at times and so that's where that femininity energy comes forward and this is a reminder to make sure you're keeping that feminine energy forward as well as standing in your power though i hope that helps yeah and spiritual awakening said she has a question will the land in mount shasta she inherit or they inherited i guess I, i'm assuming it's a she but i have no idea um inherited go through easily to build a home someday my father left it to me and so when i look at your land spiritual awakening on mount shasta and building a home there the short answer is yes you will be able to build a home on that land what they're showing me is there's like these different transitions that the land is going to go through due to a lot of what's happening across the planet and in the United States. So what I'm seeing is over the next mm, three to five years, there's going to be kind of some kind of changeover with that land more than once. It actually looks like two or three times or some kind of transition with how the land is managed. Um, before it finally lands in a space where you're going to build that property. But I do see you there. And I do feel your father's energy. And I just want to say he is very protective of you and protective of that land. So when you think that things might not work out, they will unexpectedly because I think he's going to be making things happen for you. Um, 
through the, the channels that he's able to do um, where he's at today. So that's what I got for spiritual awakening. Okay, so I'm with Brittany Marshall and a reading from her dad. So I was just feeling him really strongly right away. And he keeps talking to me, Brittany, about um, something with you not being able to say goodbye or not being able to have the closure that you wanted. Um, it, it didn't go the way that you wanted. And he just wants to say that, like to let that go, like you're spending a lot of energy on that, on wishing that you could redo it or wishing that it had been different. And it is different. Like you're connected to him completely. So just trust that and know that and know that he um, loves you. And um, he, he's just saying like you were, you're a great daughter. You're a great daughter. And he's using the present tense because he wants to make sure that you know that you're still connected. Okay. The other thing that he's saying, um, I keep feeling a move possible. Like this feels like a move, but it doesn't feel just like a move from a physical one physical home to another. It feels like maybe three states away. And he's saying to do it. You you're feeling it, but you're kind of on the fence about it and you're talking yourself out of it logically. And he's saying, go with your heart. Just go with your heart. He's also showing me the number three. Um, as really connected to you. So that would be either like the third of a month or March or like three is significant. Like there's three children somewhere. And he's also keeps playing old country music for me. And he's saying this is how he connects with you. So this is like Johnny Cash, Hank Williams, um, Dolly Parton, like old country. So I hope that message helps, Brittany. I love it. <laughs> Uh, I took hope, uh, mystic mania. So um, hope I, I did ask your aunt and I pulled some uh, cards for you to see what energy was coming up uh, around your move and things that you've got going on in your life. And I you know I read cards a little bit differently than maybe general uh, tarot cards. Um, so you got a lot of energy in these cards about thinking creatively, getting closer to completion, um, being patient, trying to see things from different angles, getting through your obstacles, not stopping. So a, a word I keep hearing from your aunt is perseverance. You're going to have to push through it. You're going to have to decide you're going to push through it. This isn't going to be a time in your life where it feels like you're just going to skate, but it is going to be a time where you're going to get a lot of deep soul growth. Um, and you're going to come out on the other end a different person, but a lot more hopeful, a lot more optimistic. Um, you're going to have life design more on your terms rather than playing the part that you've been playing for everyone else. Um, I do feel like you're going to get where you're going. There's action here. Um, there's the Knight of Wands. The Knight of Wands for me is like, yes, just do it. Let's get it done. But it's going to take you pushing through this because you did get the, the hanged man. And anytime I kind of see this card with the other ones that are here, it's like, where are you holding yourself back? Where are you getting frustrated with where you're at? Where can you choose to see things differently? So um, yes, your aunt definitely knows what's going on. She loves you. She's giving you guidance and support. But what I would say to you, Hope, is you got to get up on that horse and you've got to make the decision that you're going to get through it because I don't feel like it's going to just be handed to you. So persevere, have courage, be brave, and go get it done. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> All right. Who's next? Can I take, um, and I don't need to take it right now, but I'll take Abigail 
Chapin with her son. Okay. So. Yeah, and I feel connected. Living Earth is asking about their high school sweetheart, Ryan Esslinger, and I just really feel his energy. So I'm going to sit with that for a second, too. Maria, who are you feeling called to? Um, I was just looking at it and I just lost. There's been a couple that came by me real quick. Um, let me find it again here just a second. All right. I'll go with Abigail if that's okay. If yeah, go for it. Oh, Abigail, um, your son is completely connected to you. also have a daughter because I feel like she's completely connected as well. And um, your son, it feels like your son is scared, not so much because the energy is scary, but because this is just so it's startling to him and he doesn't know what it is. So have a conversation with him about it. Um, and that it, it, he doesn't need to be scared of these energies that are coming in, but you also need to very importantly have the conversation with him about protecting himself and surrounding himself in love and light so that heavier energies don't come in. Um, I definitely feel like this is safe and, and this conversation is like, you need to have it with your daughter as well, or the, the younger child is what I'm feeling. So, um, and you, um, Abigail, it feels like you're very empathic and you absorb a lot of energy and bring them into the realm of the house. So be a little bit more protective with yourself. Okay. And um, yeah, we, we need to know about how to protect. This is one of the things like when we're going to this, this is a message for everybody on here. When we're going to the store and we're stocking up on all of our non-perishables and water and everything, we also need to be stocking up on the things that protect us because we need it right now a, a lot and we will for a while. I mean, we need it in general anyway, but right now it's really heightened. So brush up on your protective tools. Beautiful. All right, so if, uh, if everybody's good, I would like to take Mary, um, where did I just lose her again? Mary McCrimmon. <laughs> and she All was right. asking um, about a message. Where did she go again? I keep losing her because she keeps coming back to me each time or the message keeps coming back. Love to hear from a mom who passed in March of 2020. So what I'm hearing is that, first of all, she's okay. So I feel like that is something you've been wondering if she's okay. The first thing I heard was she's absolutely okay. I also heard she's um, got a new pair of shoes. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like there has been a big transition for you, but she's also been in motion behind these transitions for you. March of 2020 jumped out at me for so many reasons, um, but I feel like there's a connection with you in that it was giving you time to allow things to happen in your life after she passed. Even though it was a hardship for you, um, it cleared up some things that had been settled or unsettled for a while. Um, it just feels like it was a an end of a chapter that brought some peace both to you and to her. So I hope you understand what that means because this is what she's really coming through forward and that she is absolutely fine. But blessings and she is around all the time. I feel like there have been some movement of her personal items, um, but she's okay with that. So I'm going to leave you with that. Lisa, did you have one? 
Yeah, so um, Living Earth wanted to, to hear from their high school sweetheart, Ryan Esslinger, and um, he came through pretty clear for me. Um, I felt uh, a lot of interesting, saw and felt a lot of interesting things. So first off, I feel like he's very, uh, Ryan feels happy and he feels like he's kind of a comedian or a jokester, like he's kind of like just kind of making jokes. Um, and he brings up his car and he kept showing me an image of his stick shift. Um, and part of me felt like maybe that had to do with his passing, but then I felt like he was joking about the stick shift being in the way when you guys were doing, getting busy at high school. So I don't know, he was kind of joking around with everything. He doesn't really wanna get serious and he doesn't really wanna talk about his leaving. So I'm not sure what that's all about. Um, but I also felt from him that he should have just gone all the way with you, if that makes any sense to you also. Like he was just kind of like, we should have done a lot more things or whatever that was about. Um, so he's pretty funny, like he's just pretty funny. But I, I want to say that he has this great love for you and he's always like trying to prank you or trick you or jo he's just so jokey. I don't know. I just really like his energy. So I don't know if that helps you or not, but he definitely is like, you know, uh, happy and joyful and like still playing jokes on you and, and other people. Like he just, he just has this great personality. Um, and, uh, you know, wished he had more time with you, I feel. And then I don't know what the car thing is. So you can let me know in the chat if there's something more with that, but that he did bring up his car or the car or car, um, a few times when I was just sitting with him. So. Interesting. I'm going to take a couple of quick ones. Um, do we want to do one more each and then we'll go on to Maryland? One more. Okay. So look through the comments and see. Um, Shirley uh, Bagby, I just want to mention really quickly um, what I like to do whenever there's some kind of health thing going on. Obviously, we're not doctors and we can't diagnose anything. Um, but I like going on Google and, and doing research around what is the spiritual significance of blank. And, and I remember a couple of years ago, I was having really strange um, uh, umbilical hernia issues and I couldn't figure out what in the world it was coming from. Turns out I'd had the issue when I was born, but I looked it up and it was all about ruptured relationships. And I was having ruptured relationships on like every level of my life. And once I started healing those relationships, my body started healing. Um, I love the books, You Can Heal Your Life by Louise Hay, as well as Becoming Supernatural by Dr. Joe Dispenza. So I'd recommend those to either yourself um, or your husband. Cassidy Dill, um, I felt called to pull a couple cards for you. You asked about a message from um, your would-be father-in-law. I pulled six cards. There's a lot of stability. There's a lot of completion energy. There's like finishing, crossing over finish lines with you. So I feel like wherever you're headed to in your life, you're getting there. But there are, <laughs> I pulled six cards. Four of them are major arcana, which signals that there's a lot going on in your life right now. And you've got strength, which is a great card for me around perseverance. You've got the devil, which is where are you in your own subconscious mind, your old stories, your own beliefs, self-sabotaging yourself, um, or you know, having things that you're doing that aren't you know leading you into prosperity or happiness. Like, what are you telling yourself that just isn't true anymore? So, getting yourself out of old routines, um, and then you have two cards that are major arcana that signal a lot around listening to yourself, um, taking your blindfold off. Uh, trusting your intuition, you've got the high priestess and the moon. 
Okay, so I really want you to pay attention like we were talking about at the top of the show of trusting yourself rather than listening to everyone else's opinions about what you should do. Because the, the cards around it are like stable, you're gonna you know, get to where you're going, but you're really gonna need to listen to yourself versus other people. Yeah, all right, where we wanna go? We got one more round and then we'll do Marilyn Monroe. <laughs> I'll dive in with Teresa LeBrun, who is asking if Grandma Golda um, has any guidance for her. I immediately got your Grandma Golda wants you to mind your vegetables, like you're not taking care of your body properly, like she wants to make sure that you're eating properly. And I feel like, I don't know if there was diabetes in your family or if you have something like that, but I do see blood. So there's something going, meaning when I see blood, let me, back up. That's my symbol for diabetes. Let me explain <laughs> that there's an issue with your blood sugar when I see this particular symbol. So I would say it's really important that you pay attention to your diet and that you're keeping yourself nice, clean and detox because there's something going on with that. And she immediately pops in and wants you to take better care of yourself, wants you to eat vegetables, wants you to take care of your body. So she's very um, caretaker energy for you. So that just jumped in. So I just wanted to throw that out there real quick. Okay. Um, I was um, really connected with Lonnie Bele Belisha. I don't know. Beleka. I'm not sure how to say that last name, but Lonnie. Asking about her father passed away. Wish I felt something. Is he still around? Um, okay. So the answer is absolutely yes, he's around and he's trying to connect with you. He's saying that you are closed off. You're very closed off. It's like on the one hand, you're saying, I want to connect, I want to connect, but then you're putting a blindfold on and earmuffs. So it's like you're, you're just closing off because of fear or um, something within you doesn't trust it in some way. So he's saying work with that because he's, he's around you all the time. Um, the life advice, okay, the way that he connects with you often is animals. He's showing me these little animals, and I'm not positive what they are, if they're badgers, um, possums, I don't know what they are. But they're little animals like that. And then he's also showing me a horse. And he's talking to me with the horse about you needing to be free. So it's time for you to be free of everybody else's opinions, everybody else's ideas, everybody else's um you should do this, you shouldn't do that. It's time for you to let that go and hear your own voice. Like know your own intuition because um, you've done this a lot through your life, gone with what everybody else thinks you should do and it's really resulted in frustration and anger and an unfulfilled life. So he's here to help you find your freedom but you gotta start opening your eyes and ears to it. All right. While you guys were going, I got for, um, oh gosh, it's Andrea Rodriguez, I think. Yeah. Andrea Rodriguez was wanting a reading. I was sitting here doing, and I ran the cards, but I did mediumship cards. So what I got was two cards. One jumped right off the deck, which was, um, this was the first one that jumped out. Then I shuffled the deck and then this one came out. So, and this is coming from, um, it feels like an older woman. So it feels grandmother-ish coming forward to, so there must've been something that you've been thinking about how much time she spent maybe with, I feel like she was in and out of consciousness or in and out of the mind space. And now she is completely whole 
that rainbow. So when I see this rainbow on this card, I feel like she's connecting with you with water and rainbows for her. It's like the rejuvenation. And this is like the pot at the end of the rainbow. It's that love is what she's bringing forward for you. Um, but again, I feel like this was something that was heavy on your mindset, but hers is now clear and free. So please, I will leave you with that. Um, she was amazing, but she is so much better now for sure. Okay. Uh, I pulled a couple of cards for the last two folks that caught my eye. Um, Nikki Sutherland, keep going. You got the chariot and you have the six of swords. It's like you've got the action, you're moving forward, but uh, make sure you keep paddling. <laughs> Don't just uh, go hide in a closet somewhere. Like, keep going, keep going. So you're headed in the right direction. Keep doing your healing work that you're working on. Christy, um, I pulled a couple cards for you, and I don't want you to keep going back to your past. You got the fool, which is great. New journeys, new beginnings, um, new ventures, excitement. Um, but then I got the eight of swords and it's like, don't, and the feeling I got with this intuitively when I looked at these cards was you could have anything you want. You can manifest whatever you want, but I feel like there's still stories going on up here that says, but can I, I'm not sure like the self doubt. So I would meditate on that and remember that you can have anything you want, but you get to be right. So choose the thoughts that you're believing, um, you know, uh, that are rolling around in your head. You get to be right So choose the good thoughts. Um, before we do Marilyn and Rome, thank you everybody. That was great. And thanks to everybody who submitted their questions. Delisa, yeah. can you add one thing? I'm sorry, just because it, it keeps coming and I'm, I'm telling him I'm ignoring it, but I can't. So Abigail said she's going to talk to her kids each night before we go to bed about surrounding themselves in love and light. Perfect. But I also want to add, I have a wonderful product called Clear Spray that is phenomenal for kids who have these types of things going on in their rooms at night. And it, it I actually formulate it to clear our spaces of energy that we don't want. And what I love about it for kids is it arms them with something that they can physically do and then they feel the results so it makes them feel powerful. So, you know, you can find that on my site or Abigail, you can message me, Michelle at michellesummer.com with one L, Snelling with two. I just had to add that, so thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I thought what we would do is, uh, before we get off to uh, talk about Marilyn Monroe in just a moment, which I'm sure a lot of folks watching are interested in hearing about, I just wanna go around the circle real quick. Um, and one more time, tell people where they can find you, what you have going on. Um, that way, after we get done with Marilyn, uh, we can say our goodbyes to everybody. So uh, Lisa, what do you have going on and where do you want people to find you at? All right, so I have a few things that I want to plug you guys, and I'm just going to shamelessly do it. So number one is Buddhist Biohacker YouTube, please subscribe. I have a couple things happening this week that you don't want to miss. One is Michelle and I are actually going to be on live tonight for a very special breaking news event. So please join us for that. Um, but for all of you on this particular show, um, I don't know if you're aware, but Friday, this Friday, July 2nd, which has a lot of energy around it, um, is the anniversary of Jim Morrison's death. And my husband and I have a show called Pulsension that is on YouTube on my channel um, about music. And we are actually going to be doing a very special show about Jim Morrison Friday night at 7 p.m. Mountain Time. I will be channeling Jim Morrison live. 
And um, we've been prepping this for several weeks. And we're going to be talking about all the things we're wondering, right? Like all the things about him and who he was. And I will be pulling him in and actually speaking. I'm going to probably just let him speak through me. We'll see how that's, that all goes. But I'm just saying, Jim Morrison, special event this Friday night. So don't forget that. And then the only other thing I want to shamelessly plug is if you are a member of my YouTube channel, it's only $9.99 a month to be a member of my channel. And not only do you get the cool emojis that some people are using in the comments right now, but the first Tuesday of every month, I do live readings for my members. And that is next week. So um, if you join now, you'll get to be a part of the live readings next week, which is always on Tuesday mornings. Coffee and Cards um, on YouTube is the first Tuesday of every month. So that is that. So I don't care where you find me. I just want you to go to YouTube Buddhist Biohacker and subscribe and join. Okay, I'm done. So <laughs> <laughs> efficient. Yeah. Uh, all right, Michelle. Okay. Um, I'm going to plug as well. I've got a few things coming up. So this, well, I would love for you to go find my YouTube channel and subscribe, Michelle Snelling. Um, and then my website is michellesnelling.com. That's where you can find my products. If you want a personal recommendation that Lisa was talking about, I would love to do that for you. Just connect with me through my website and I will get back with you. Um, I've got a few things coming up. I'm doing a live training on Thursday evening that is free, where we are talking all about essential oils and complete salt and how to know what to use, how to know if they're good, when to use what. It's just going to be a lot of great information that'll just help us to be the healthy humans that we're here to be. Um, I'm also doing my next season of my Grown Up Time Out Plus starts um, July 9th and it launches on July 5th. And this is a time when we can come together and really um, tune in and harness the essence of the summer season. You get so much stuff. I'm not going to go into it all, but a beautiful pampering kit, one-on-one -on -one time with me, um, things all throughout the season. So um, go to my website to find out about that as well. So thank you. Awesome. Awesome. Maria. So lots of good stuff. New web page, new uh, Facebook page, actually re renaming a little bit of stuff and trying to do so it is now going to be Feather Sage and Spirit. So go like my page. There's going to be some special stuff popping up for all those new likes. Um, a lot of stuff happening in July. So I'm super excited. July and August are going to be super busy, but it's exciting to share all the new stuff. So go find my new page. There is some new stuff going to be happening. Um, between the two. There may be a merge. I'm not quite sure if I'm merging them both yet, but for now I've got another one. So go find me on Feather Sage and Spirit, as well as you can always find me on Psychic Mediumship by Maria, as well as on Spirit and Spark. Yay! So, yay. <laughs> <laughs> it's only so many hours of the day, right? Oh my gosh. I mean, you're telling me. Yeah. Um, all right. I'm going to plug the Spark plug. Um, that's my members only community. It's where I make exclusive videos every week answering your questions that I can't talk about on mainstream um, social media. So that's the Spark Plug. You can find it at spiritandspark.com as well as our free practitioner directory. So if you're interested in getting a session, but all kinds of amazing practitioners, including Maria. Uh, we just added Danielle, who's a life coach, um, but we've got lots of readers and it's a good time, a great team. Um, so also with Spark Plug, with that membership, you get free psychic development classes with me. Um, and I just started those today um, and we have um, a, a second class coming up uh, that's 
that's happening, I think, next week. So that's free for members. And uh, tomorrow, Jasmine is going to be joining me. We're going to be doing, uh, she's going to be doing, I'm hosting, but she'll be doing free card readings. I'll be uh, looking through the comments and helping her sort through um, which questions to take. That's going to be tomorrow at 10 a.m. Pacific. So if you want card readings with Jasmine, that's tomorrow. Um, and you can find it Spirit and Spark on Instagram and YouTube and Facebook. So awesome. All right, let's talk Marilyn Monroe. Woo! Anybody want to go first? <laughs> I didn't Anita's question, sorry, because I didn't say. Um, my live training is going to be on Zoom. So if you're interested in joining me for that, it's completely free. Just email me, Michelle at michellesnelling.com. Michelle with one L, Snelling with two. And I will put you on the list and send you the link to join. And it's Thursday. I don't know that I said Thursday, July 1st at 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, but it's going to be recorded. So if you register and you can't make it live, you'll get to play. Great. And then, Maria, what's your new site? Feather, Sage, and Spirit. Dot com? Dot com. Okay, perfect. All right. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> I'd love to just shout out to Teresa. Thank you for your validation in here because she said um, diabetes can be an issue in their family and it's time to do some new blood work. So, yeah, I'm glad that that was helpful for you. And thank you for letting me know because sometimes you wonder. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Okay, beautiful. Uh, who, anybody want to start with Marilyn Monroe as we close out the show of, of what came forward for Marilyn that we can say on mainstream? <laughs> well, I just have to say that I've always like been obsessed with Marilyn Monroe. Not so much in my older life just because I've you know, been busy with kids and family and being a medium and all that. But when I was young, like a little girl, like at three, I was obsessed with her. And I would tell my mom stuff about her. Like she, you know, just like, um, I would say stuff about bad people. And my mom would just look at me like, what? You know, anyway, so <laughs> I've always been obsessed with her. So I was really excited when we when it was about connecting with her today. And um, the thing that I feel about her is she was, well, let me back up. I feel like JFK was so filled with hope. He was very naive and was kind of blinded to a lot of red flags that should have been, that he should have seen. And so he, um, he wasn't as protective as he should have been with some people in his life. And I feel like she was privy. She was actually what I keep feeling, what she was showing me today, is she was in meetings and locations and things that she shouldn't have been. Like she, she, it wasn't good. So that's all she showed me today because honestly, I have to be completely truthful. When I started connecting with her and she came through, I got a little fangirlish. And it makes me emotional even now just because I loved her so much. Like I, adored her so i so it was so it was a little bit i was so emotional getting the information was tricky but that's what i got wow all right lisa maria maria you're up yeah i'll piggyback on that so like i'm sitting here and i'm absolutely on fire her energy is amazing but she's definitely pushing forward i am heavily sweating what I got from her was she was like you, like you, Michelle, you were saying you were such a fan of hers. Like 
she grew up in an era where she idolized these women that were so glamorous and so beautiful and she kind of fell into it and as she fell into it she didn't realize the consequences that she was being put into places and she didn't know during those times how to step out or how to turn away or how to she was just so caught up in the world that she got put into um it kind of just pushed her through and what i got was at a certain point it was almost she became numb to it all because it was so much like her wishes and wants and dreams they had materialized but it was almost empty if you under if you know what i mean by this is it just just and everything happened so quickly she was not able to step out once she had that one foot in the second foot came in and she was locked in place and unfortunately um people did not realize how much she was exposed to on the outside to that inner circle that needed things to be concealed let's leave it at that yeah and that's what i got from her um she was almost such an angelic source but it was from an innocence place and she just kind of got pushed in is how she comes across to me lisa uh, yeah i mean ditto to all those things and i i think what i um what i felt from her. So what's weird is I'm not very connected to her at all. Like I've never really been interested in, in her or Elvis. Like I've just never had like that whole time period for some reason, I'm just not engaged in. It's very peculiar. I think it's peculiar because I think there's so much energy around it and I'm just not interested in any of that. Like it's, it's like not at all. Like when it gets to like Led Zeppelin and Jim Morrison and the who and all those, that time period, the Beatles, like that I'm into. And the Beatles was really in the, the JFK, Marilyn Monroe kind of genre, but like the Marilyn Monroe, Elvis, uh, uh, Betty Boop, like that kind of whatever that is, that that vortex. I'm not into that vortex. So connecting with her was interesting because her energy reminds me a lot of my grandmother. And just really, she really was really kind of like wild and loved life. Like I feel like she was very her own person and that she really created her own persona in a lot of ways. And yet it feels like it was at the beginning of some of the new programs that were put into place, shall I say. And so there was, what I got was there were some miss, like there, she understood too much about what was happening. So there were like mistakes being made in the program per se. And so they had to eliminate that energy. <laughs> and so that was what I got. It was like, um, in, in trying to manipulate the political energy, there was some oopsies, too much, everybody knew too much. And so um, that was what I got. And her energy is peculiar to me because there's a lot of interdimensional energy there. So I'm not sure where she's at or what happened to the physical body or if it's if she's still around. I don't know. I mean, I'm not saying she's still alive either. I'm just saying that 
her and, and now this is really going to throw some stuff out on YouTube, but her and JFK Jr. have very similar energy to me in which they're not gone, but they're not here. They're in a different space that is interdimensional. It is not what we think. And I don't know that we'll ever understand it, but I just feel like she's in this other space. I don't know. Anyway, geez Louise. <laughs> well, I'll share what she gave me and it will, <laughs> and it will back up what uh, I think you're all feeling. So do it. She said there were men in black suits that came mm -hmm. in. They were partially concealed in the face, so she couldn't see their entire face. It felt like they had either sunglasses on, but there was partially partially concealed. She said, I was wiggling, I was fighting, I was struggling, I was trying to inhale, I passed out. It felt like there was like um, a cloth over her face. I felt, I felt like this trying to take in air, but then taking in something else. Um, staged, my death was staged, they killed me. I did not commit suicide. Um, the political family was <laughs> mentioned um, as being a very tangled web. She knew too much. They told me too much. Mm -hmm. yeah. Then they got afraid I would talk. She did mention that there was pregnancy and hidden information. Mm -hmm. She actually mentioned she loved brothers. Okay. Um, she did say I loved the attention. They loved that they could bed me. I was the woman they wanted, but I played the part well. I had sadness, loneliness, and there was isolation. She did say drinking pills. I was no saint. I was in too deep. That was one thing that I forgot until just now because I didn't write it down because it was when I, but she kept showing me two babies two pregnancies oh. and so and when you I just remembered that when you said the two brothers oh shoot well I don't know but she kept showing me that too wow oh my gosh um yeah well as we close out today's show if anyone does have a case they want us to look at I do see Heath Ledger in the comments here I, just saw I have that. a great story about him too <laughs> of course you do <laughs> I saw his transition, so we should talk about that. That's pretty All right. Cool. We'll put him on for next month. Um, he was so handsome, you guys. <laughs> Gosh. And just a sweet spirit is what I felt from him. Just the like, what? He was just such a sweet spirit. Mm -hmm. So sweet. So handsome. You yeah. know, you got to be careful when you're an actor and you just take in a being. I mean, that's really the thing, like that Joker energy. And then, and we could talk about the fact that, you know, uh, Joaquin Phoenix with the Johnny Cash energy, like when you start channeling beings as an actor instead of acting, you have to be so careful because it cracks the etheric body and they're just never the same again. And I think we've seen that many times. What a show that would be, Delisa, is to talk about all the actors and actresses who have taken in a being and then they just simply aren't ever back in their body again. <laughs> it's like, where'd they go? They are no longer here. That's so... Anyways. <laughs> yeah, we have Biggie Smalls, which also I would say Tupac. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, interesting. Well, we'll all put our thinking caps on and we'll decide who we're going to take on next month. But uh, Lisa, Maria, Michelle, thank you so much for joining me on this month's Mysteries with the Mediums. It was a lot of fun having you a part of today's show. And thank you to everybody that tuned in live and also the replay. We appreciate it. 
Thank you. Thanks for having us, Teresa. Thank, Thank you. you. Yeah. Thank you everybody for 